archived audio, blogs, social media links, and more, all in one place. Log on at ronshowatl.com. The Ron Show on America One Radio. All right, final segment for the day, and... America was glued to the TV last night. Even if they weren't watching the football game, everyone tuned to where the football game was being broadcast to find out why the football game wasn't being broadcast anymore. By now, everyone knows, I would think, about Buffalo Bills' secondary football player. And when I mean secondary, I mean he plays in the defensive secondary, DeMar Hamlin. DeMar made what looked like a routine assist tackle on a player for the Cincinnati Bengals and got up, stood up from the end of the play and then immediately fell back to the ground. In the moments afterwards, he was unable to breathe, had to receive CPR, was surrounded by his teammates so that the stands, the folks in the stands, wouldn't see what was going on. Because what they saw up close was a teammate dying. Ambulance came out on the field. Play was stopped. And for about an hour, no one really knew what to do. And there are a lot of, pardon the phrase here, armchair quarterbacks who are questioning why the NFL waited so long to make a decision on canceling the game. And I'm sure there'll be more to the story that comes out about this, but I'm going to speculate one reason why it took so long for the league to make an announcement. And by the way, ESPN had no idea what to do except go to the studio, run some commercials, go to the play-by-play booth, run some commercials. Back to the studio, run some commercials. Play-by-play, oh, let's go to Lisa Salters on the sideline, commercials. Notice they got the commercials in. I mean, look, I get it, it's a business. That being said, ESPN had no idea what to do because they had no guidance from the league. They were just as in the know as their audience was, and it was awkward. But I think the reason that was, this is just my my guess here. I think the reason that was, we learned immediately after the ambulance left the stadium, it stayed in the parking lot to continue providing CPR to Hamlin, who, by the way, I understand is in critical, stable condition at the uh, Cincinnati University Medical Center. So the ambulance was still in the parking lot for many minutes after we all assumed ambulance left the stadium, surely they're on the way to the hospital. And medical professionals will tell you, do what you can right then and there to stabilize because transport is wonky, getting out of the vehicle, you have to stop doing things like assist breathing, CPR. So my hunch is that the league knew what they were going to have to do. They knew they were going to have to cancel the game because the players were beside themselves. I mean, I get it. They're tough guys. They're football players. But they are not used to seeing death before them amongst their own. 
I remember as a kid seeing, I don't know, half a dozen times, when a player would get paralyzed on the field, they would put them on the stretcher. This happened half a dozen times, if not more. Put them on the stretcher, put them on the cart, wheel them out. You might get the thumb up from the player, and then play resumes. And to me, that I always thought that was kind of barbaric. Like, wait, you just you just saw somebody get paralyzed, and you're going to just continue on? It wasn't going to happen last night. And I think the league knew that. And I think while on the field, the referees had no concept what to do except have the players warm up for five minutes and resume play as we all saw that play out. But I think the league all along knew what they were going to do. And I think what, if I had to guess, what had to happen was the league had to call the the home team, Cincinnati Bengals, and tell them, listen, you know we can't continue this game, right? Okay, cool. You need to get in touch with local law enforcement and coordinate with them. Because I don't know how many of you guys have been to a pro football game or a pro baseball game or anything that draws tens of thousands of people. You got to have coordinated traffic uh, patrol folks guiding you out of the parking lots and closing off certain intersections to make the flow better. As I mean, it takes forever to get out of a stadium parking lot. The battery is awful. <laughs> Man, I, I can't wait for Marta to be there. Um, anyway, that's what I think happened. I think the league, in coordination with the Cincinnati Bengals, had to coordinate with local law enforcement and, by the way, ensure that the ambulance carrying the player everyone was worried about was clear of the pending traffic kerfuffle of 70,000 people, stunned fans, leaving the stadium and clogging up all the routes leading out of the stadium that could have led to the trauma center that Hamlin went to. That's just my guess. I know people were shocked and, and, and jarred by, oh my gosh, it's been an hour, how barbaric, cancel the game. I literally think that there were conversations being had behind the scenes to ensure that the ambulance was clear of the traffic and then to coordinate the exit from the stadium for, again, 70,000 plus stunned Buffalo and Cincinnati fans uh, leaving the stadium in Cincinnati last night. Certainly hope Hamlin is able to recover from this. And by the way, how disgusting the anti-vax folks are already on social media talking about the vaccine. How the hell do they know? I had cardiac arrest, and this isn't the first time this has happened. It happened in 1971 with a Detroit Lions player who had a sudden heart attack on the field as well. I'll share that article for a little trip down memory lane at Ron Show ETL on Twitter and in my show notes today at ronshowetl.com. Back tomorrow, 5 to 6. Have a good one.